When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Who would be some targets that could upgrade the offensive skill talent for Leach and the staff somewhat overnight? Well, you know, I, I tell you, there's a couple guys that uh, I really like in the state. You know, we, we talk about Aiden Williams a lot. And uh, you know, from the very beginning, uh, you know, he was a guy that everybody said was if he stayed in state would go to Ole Miss. You look up, well, he's committed to Ole Miss, you know. And so no real surprise there. But you know, you'd like to think you know, if you're Mississippi State and you're the pass-happy scheme that, um, you know, you'd be able to be more in the game with guys like that. And that, that, that's the thing I think you got to work on there is the, the – Despite the fact that there may be some earlier leanings, you got to be able to go sell yourself to in-state prospects like that. You know, you've got to be able to get those guys in. Now, you know, there's a few other guys out there. You know, I, I love Creed Whittemore. We hadn't talked about him. Creed Whittemore is a guy that's from Gainesville, Florida. His dad's a coach. Uh, his mom was a volleyball player at Florida. He has a brother that's in Florida. You know, he, this is a guy that can really do it. Now, he's an athlete playing quarterback that will transition over to wide receiver. So there, there's a learning curve there in that respect. But I think this is a guy, too, that has some alpha about him. I think that this is a guy that you will see kind of hit the ground running. This kid's a winner. I think he does make you better. He's already established a relationship with Chris Parson. Turns out his cousin got to know Chris during the Elite 11 trials. They've become great friends. They're, they're in contact every day. And the thing that you like about that is that it's pretty decor because you want kids to be committed to each other, not just your program. And so that, that way, if there is some up and down, you know, those guys will stick together and say, hey, we'll come in there as a group and make this better. And so I uh, really like him, and I think that he's a guy that will make this team better. And when I think about this running back group, you know, Dante Daldell is right out there. And, and that's a guy, too, again, you know, not to be hypercritical, but – you know, state should offer that kid back in February. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Whether he's a linebacker, a running back, or a holder, or whatever, that guy's a football player. And I think when there's guys like that with that kind of ability in your home state, you got to get on them early. And you just figure it out later. You figure out the projected position later. I mean, you did that with Ty Jones, right? I mean, Ty Jones is one of the better football players in the state of Mississippi, and nobody really talks about him. But you didn't know, is he a defensive end? Is he running back? We'll just figure it out. Okay, and I think that's the approach you should have taken with Dante Dowdell. And now you're kind of fighting from behind to get him. But if State gets him, if you're able to flip him from Oregon, that's a very significant uh, commitment. Uh, Okay, Steve Robertson, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show and the Dosecki Guest Line. What – 
So you you think Oregon is in play or Ole Miss? Well, he's committed to Oregon, but I, I think you know Ole Miss has made up some ground with him. And the thing that I go back to is you know there was a time that uh, when he was getting ready to announce his decision, and there was a lot of heat that it would be Ole Miss, and ultimately it was Oregon. Uh, so he's already had the opportunity to commit to Ole Miss one time. You know, can they get him in a second go around? I think in the end, he will probably end up in the state of Mississippi. I think it probably ends up being a state Ole Miss battle. I just don't see Oregon being able to hang on to a kid from Pickey in Mississippi. I mean, and, and if we've seen this happen several times in the last few years where Oregon gets hot on a kid from the South. Now, they do have a handful of guys from Alabama, but like DJ James, a guy that's a you know former Mississippi State commitment, goes up there and tra- ends up transferring to Auburn. And so, you know, as Ed Orgeron used to say, planes just don't fly north, you know, when it comes to college football in the South. And I think Dante Dowdell will end up picking a school much closer to home, and it could very well bre- break down into a state almost battle. All right. Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds show. Who, uh, how is Sawyer Robertson progressing? What What are you hearing on that? On that front, the the backup, I guess the backup QB um, at Mississippi State behind Will Rogers. What is he creating any kind of buzz in practice? Do they think he's getting better? Do they think he can play SEC football, or is he a? I mean, this probably unfair. I don't think anybody's labeled him a bust, but where is he? No, he's absolutely not a bust, and you know his, his time will come. And I think that's kind of basically the position we're in. You know, he makes the jump this year. Last year, he was basically a scout team quarterback. This year, he's getting all the second team reps. And then a lot of fall camp reps, uh, with some practices, he took more reps than Will did with the ones. And so, yeah, he's progressing. But but he's not about to overtake Will Rogers. And it's like I, I read some of the social media commentary, and I just think, where, where do people get this stuff from, you know? Uh, could it be a battle next year in camp? Yeah, I think it certainly will be. And if you know Mike Leach, whether it is or it isn't, he's going to say it is. You know, and, you know, two years in a row, that's what we've heard. Made Will Rogers earn it. I do think Will is back next year. Uh, I think Sly Robertson, of course, uh, is a guy now that has used one year of eligibility. I think he understands coming in, this is a job that I have to earn, but I probably have to bide my time a little bit. And so I, I don't think that he is maybe a candidate for the transfer portal this year. But if, you know, if Will Rogers decides to come back in 24, possibly. You know, I think at that point you've got to look if you saw your Robertson and think, you know, hey, I've only got so much life to live and so much time to play college football. But, yeah, he, Sawyer has taken a nice jump this year. But I don't think it's a big enough jump where he ever made Will Rogers uncomfortable. Okay. And if they if they lose Marks and Dylan Johnson for whatever reason, they think they're good enough to go to the NFL. I don't think they are, but it, let's, that's what kids do this day and age. Where where are they? What are they left with at running back, other than Simeon Price? Well, and I think there's a good chance Hargrove goes back in the portal. I mean, you know, this is a good opportunity this past weekend to play him, and, and you didn't. You know, that, that's the thing. It's like you know, he goes in the portal, he comes back out, and yeah, I think as a coach, you got to ask yourself, you know, can, can I count on this kid? You know, uh, everybody seems to say he's doing okay, but yet we never see him on the field. So I think there's a good chance that you lose him too. Mm-hmm. That's why I think going and get Dowdell is so important. But I think maybe if, if you see a situation where Marks and Dylan Johnson go, which I think both would be making a mistake, and if people don't like it, when we're that forthright about things, but I don't think they've done enough at this point no. to generate 
NFL buzz. And I think the people that love them need to be honest with them about that. If not, you're going to be in a Makai Polk situation. And I think at this point, if we're fair about that, Makai Polk was a much better football player. Um, but the reality of it is, is you may have to go into the portal or into junior college ranks to get a more experienced guy if that situation materializes. Because I'm a Simeon Price fan too. But if he's the only returning running back with any experience, that's a problem. You know, and so you've got to be able to address that. I, I think that's an opportunity for Dante Daldell, of course, to come in and play early because Leach has shown a willingness to play young running backs. But I think when you look about what's healthiest for the team, you've got to go out and have an experienced guy. So hopefully one or both of those guys comes back. But if they don't, you've got to go get a more experienced guy. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Uh, what about Travion Williams, freshman defensive lineman? I know he's played some. Should he have played more? Yeah, I think probably so. But, you know, of course, you know, I, don't, I don't get to see him in practice in season. But, uh, you know, he is a very big and physical kid. And, you know, he's played some and uh, showed some real flashes in practice. He got banged up for a little while, too. But, you know, the future is really bright for a young guy like him. And, that's, you know, when we think about defensive line recruiting because we have this discussion every year it seems when it comes to defensive line recruiting and in, in the end state finds a way to figure it out you know i mean you, you get uh you talk cooper a couple of years ago and and you know and dante of course is a guy that was an all-american and um you know it their their year has got to be next year they got to step up next year and kind of be the dudes i would like to see them got more playing time this year but the reality of it is you know that some of these games have been so tightly contested you couldn't get too deep in the depth chart but you know, Travion's a guy that I think is going to be the bell cow on this team. I think you know, probably for the next two years, and maybe ultimately he goes pro after year three, I think that's going to be the guy that everybody's talking about is the next great defensive lineman at Mississippi State. All right. Um, well, I think that's probably it. I could probably – Ask some tougher questions, but I'm going to hold, see what happens. I give the staff, they've done a pretty damn good job. People want more, I get it. I'd say, where would you grade them, Steve? I'd say they're at about a B-plus since they arrived in Starkville. The COVID thing, you know, you, you get a pass, although I don't think I don't think the Dave Emmerich-led program did enough during COVID. I think a lot of other SEC schools worked a lot harder and smarter and with more focus. But all in all, I think A to Z, on the field, off the field, everything else, I give them a B plus. What? How would you grade the staff to date? I would probably say closer to a B, I guess, depending on what day you ask me. Maybe I would say a B plus. But, uh, you know, when I look at the 2020 year, and, you know, there are some people that did exceptionally well that year. And, but those are the exception rather than rule, right? I mean, that's just the reality of life. If you look at last year, they took a step forward. I, I just think this can't be a year where you're taking a step back you know, if you're Mississippi State. And I understand the schedule's a little more difficult this year, but, you know, State needs to try to find a way to get to eight wins this year. And I think if you get to eight and the egg is one of them, I think at that point everybody would consider this season a big success. 
Yeah, I think they'll be a pretty pretty big underdog in Oxford. Six, six-plus points. But uh, I do think you're right with the fan base. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, man. See you. Uh, lunch today is brought to you by one of Steve's favorite places, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland, Bulldog Burger in Starkville, and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. If you missed any of the show, including our amazing emoji discussion, then you can go to Apple Podcast and search the Out of Bounds show. Apple Podcast, search the Out of Bounds show. See you tomorrow.